Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a powerful listening strategy to use when somebody is sharing good news with you. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So a lot of the time when we think of effective communication and learning communication strategies, especially in relationship, I think our mind tends to go toward thinking about how do we uh, mitigate arguments or discomfort or navigate the complexity of two humans or more than two humans coming together in a group, trying to uh, just make sense of their own feelings, desires, and needs. And so there's often an emphasis on taking care of what can go wrong and less emphasis on how do we work with what can go right and when somebody is sharing something positive, how do we navigate that? And some of the psychological research shows that there are four ways to respond to someone when they're sharing good news to you, but only one of those ways is correct. That is, only one of those ways leads to greater well-being for both of you and enhances the experience. So, let's imagine a scenario. Someone is telling you good news. They just, they got a new job. There are four ways you could respond. Passive destructive, passive constructive, active destructive, and active constructive. I'm going to walk you through what four of those would sound like. Let's start with passive destructive. Someone tells you they got a new job and you go, huh, yeah, okay, well, about time. I mean, I got got my job a few months ago. And you go into your own story. So in this, in passive destructive, you turn the focus inward to yourself. You're kind of ignoring the speaker. It's low energy. Passive constructive would be, oh, that's cool. Good for you. Right? Not much energy, a bit of a delayed response. You're, you're quieter, not really enthusiastic. Now, active destructive, which is the worst, is somebody shares something positive, or the new job, and you go, yikes, that sounds like it's going to be intense. I mean, you haven't worked in months. Are you sure you're ready to go back into that? You like really took on more than you can handle. Did you think that through? You can hardly manage your life right now without working, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to embellish some of these a bit, but I, I think we can all imagine what it what it's like to respond in that way and what it's like to be on the receiving end of that. Uh, the person is not meeting us at our enthusiasm, and they're, they're actively uh, dismissing us. It's demeaning. They're quashing the event. And this just feels really deflating and makes us never want to share anything with that person. So the first three, passive destructive, oh, nice, okay, whatever, I got a job myself. Passive constructive, oh, cool, good for you, that sounds nice. Active destructive, Ew, that sounds, how are you going to be able to handle that? Those are the three we don't want to respond with. The one we do want to lean toward is active constructive. 
So someone shares good news. They just got this new job. And we immediately meet them with their level of enthusiasm and energy. Wow, that's great. Congratulations. I want to I wanna hear more. How did it happen? Did they send you an email? Did you get a letter? Like, when do you start? Did you meet any of your coworkers yet? Do you know what you're going to be doing? So in this, and right, it's a, you wouldn't ask that many back-to-back questions, but in this, you're, you're really meeting them where they are. You're blending with their emotional energy, and you're fueling it. You're, you're showing that you're excited, and you really feel it genuinely, and you're asking questions to get more details to help build the experience. You could think of it as like throwing kindling on the, the fire, really just trying to amplify and I, I think we know what it's like to be on the receiving end of that. It feels really good. We, we love being able to share more about the experience. It makes us feel more positive. It makes us feel like we did the right thing. Like this is something that's really important. And importantly, in relationship to that person, it makes us more inclined to want to share something positive in the future. We know this is a person we can go to who's going to celebrate with us. And that's what I think is important here. You know, when somebody shares something important to you and you respond in a way that's actively constructive, it develops trust. It, it augments the positive event for both parties, makes the person more likely to share things with you in the future. The research suggests that the benefits of amplifying the good for a person are greater than the benefits of mitigating the bad. So that's interesting meaning that if you help someone go through a bad experience, the benefits of that are not as great as helping someone amplify the good. And this communication strategy might be something you hear and go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it really is worth checking with yourself, especially if you're a parent with children or long-term partnerships. We can default into reactive tendencies in these moments, our own triggers, especially with a child. They might share something and we immediately have this fear response. It's important to create a space for them, for, for them to, whoever the person is, a child, your partner, a friend, for them to want to come back in the future. Think of it as the long game. Yes, they might say something that you don't feel good about or you think they should think through, but don't worry, your reaction in that moment of saying no or this is terrible or why didn't you think this through is not going to have this substantial shift or make them reflect or... Uh, or cause them to go, oh, yeah, you're right. It's most likely going to create a response of anger, frustration, and in the long term, they're going to be less inclined to share news with you. If there is something you think the person needs to think about or think through or reflect on, my suggestion is to let that happen a little afterwards, after you've first met their enthusiasm to some extent, and at least saying like, wow, that, that sounds interesting. It sounds like you're really excited about this. I, I'd like to hear more how you're thinking about it, what it's about. That develops trust. It develops safety. The person feels more connection with you. And over time, like that initial moment of meeting their enthusiasm is what is going to condition the memory as of you as a person that they can come to to share these experiences and build a relationship and connection. So this is something I really, uh, I really encourage looking at in your own life, in your own relationships, especially your close relationships, 
and see how do you respond when someone shares good news and practice moving forward with even just little things. Like I, I went outside and I was walking the dog. First time I've been outside in two weeks <laughs> and then uh, I saw a flower or something or I saw someone walking by and um, you know, had a conversation. Does is the immediate response of like you shouldn't be talking to someone? How close did you get? Like, is that what comes up, or could it be like, oh, that sounds really nice. It must have been so nice to connect with someone after a long period of time. And then later on, you can bring up any maybe concerns you have or anything you want to run by them. But at, at least in that initial moment, uh, really trying to meet meet the person at their level of enthusiasm for positive events. I promise you this makes a huge difference in relationships. And I've seen so many times with couples uh, the impact this can have, this little adjustment and how many people are passively destructing or actively destructing the positive events they hear. So give it some reflection, try it out, practice it, As always, these are just little things we're integrating into our lives and into our days. But this is a big one that uh, doesn't take much of a time investment and has a lot of return. So thanks for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care. Hey, a couple things before you go. First, if the the concept of communication and listening is of interest to you, I do have a whole section in my book, Stop Missing Your Life, about communication and intimacy and relationships with uh, some really practical strategies and uh, guided relational meditations that you can do. Uh, so if you haven't yet checked out that book, you can find that well anywhere books are sold, but probably not going to a bookstore at least right now, a time of listening. Uh, So you can find it on Amazon. Stop Missing Your Life, How to Be Deeply Present in an Unpresent World. I believe it's about 35-40% off. So I encourage checking that out. Also, if you would like some guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, sleep meditations, and you haven't yet gotten those, especially if you're new to this podcast, you can text your email address to this number, plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight and you'll get an automated email to your inbox with a bunch of resources to help you get it get going on this journey and lastly uh, if you're enjoying this podcast and you feel inspired to leave a review or rating on itunes specifically itunes that goes a, a very long way for continuing to help us grow this podcast and get the word out there so thanks for that in advance appreciate your time and your presence. Talk to you tomorrow and take care.